well, well, well. Family, what's up? Young Sean, what's up? You good over there? Yeah, we had to do it this week, y'all. I know, I know. We're just three weeks into the brand new 2021 season of the Jeff is Moody Show. And you guys are getting a replay, but there's no need for alarm at all. Let me guarantee you all something. You are not getting a year full of replays. I can tell you that. We got too much hot material coming for y'all this year. However, this week, you know, I got good problems. Y'all know what a good problem is? I got them kind of problems that keep you so busy over the weekend, you can't cut your show. And down the road, they probably are going to potentially benefit the show and benefit my brand. And because I ride with my little brother, Sean Garvey, they will ultimately, in one way or another, potentially benefit Beat Break 87. Oh, yeah. Y'all not getting this uh, replay today because I'm short on material or content. You know better than that. Young Sean, don't they know better than that? Let me ring my bell in the, in the pre-bump. Yeah, I did it. Ring my damn bell in the pre-bump. Quickly, too. No, I got good problems. I'm talking to some good people. I'm getting some good advice. People want to know how this show could be the quality that it is with the content that it is and not be a literal blockbuster the truth of the matter is folks I don't do the proper amount of promotion not being arrogant here but I'm being real with you all if, if I could if, if you don't mind me saying I bleed on this microphone for you guys every week When you put as much passion and soul into something as I do, oh, it got to be a bigger reward. I like what I'm seeing now, but it's something bigger. And now I'm starting to come around people that are like, Moody, we think we know. So I got good problems. Don't you guys worry. You're not getting a bunch of replays. Uh... For 2020, I think you guys got 10 total replays out of 52 weeks. You know, there are a lot of podcasts and a lot of shows when they don't have a show, it's just nothing. You just go there and there's nothing. They'll see you when they see you. You're a little more important to me than that. That's why I make it my business. When I know that I can't get a show done, I give you guys a replay because our replays play well. Our listenership on replays are well. It's a testament. It's a testament to the family. It's a testament to what we put together. It's just a testament. But I make sure you guys get that. And I always do this, a pre-bump. You guys are not just customers to me. I always explain to you guys why you're getting a replay. A lot of people are not going to do that. I do it. I take it as a responsibility. So, yeah, enjoy this replay this week because next week I'm coming back. I'm coming back wilding out. I got good problems. I wish all of you good problems in your life. Good problems. 
Y'all stick with the brand, stick with the company, stick with Sean Garvey, stick with Beat Break 87FM. What's up, Casino? What up, Cyborg? Cyborg! Eh, pretty, 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 pretty good, pretty good response off that sidebar shit. Because, you know, I think we might be on to something. Y'all be patient. That sidebar going to grow on you like I did. Hey, let me tell y'all something. Let's not forget, family. Y'all keep it real with me before I get out of here. For some of you, I'm still overbearing. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Some of you have learned to love me. Some of you salute me as one of the best to do it, which I probably don't deserve that. But I'll take it, though, because it inspires me. But we got so much for y'all in this 2021 season. I'm sticking with my baby bro, Sean Garvey. He He worked hard. He cares. And this fucking industry of radio where 99% of you motherfuckers are cocksucking scumbag, fucking traitorous, backstabber, lying motherfuckers. Sean Garvey stands there as a man with integrity. Wow. That's why I ride with bro bro. So I'm with him. I'm with him until me and him decide we don't need each other. I got his back for whatever. So we got 2021 locked and loaded for y'all. But I got good problems. So y'all enjoy this replay. Uh, It's episode 28 of the Jeff is Moody show. I have no fucking idea what I'm talking about. One thing I did briefly see in the description is that I'm telling America to come get their white boys. Uh, here's what's real funny about that. Hold on, let me pop a beer because I drink on the job. Somebody told me to stop drinking when I podcast. I was like, why? Do I sound drunk? They was like, no, it's just not professional. I was like, okay, you got a point. They was like, so you, you feel what I'm saying? I said, yeah. They said, what you doing? I said, about to pop a beer. Motherfucker. <laughs> I drink on the job. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with y'all. Oh, I can do a show without drinking, absolutely. I've done a gang of them. Why, why, why do that? So I don't know what I was talking about, fam, but y'all will enjoy it. It's episode 28. I know in one capacity I was telling America to come get their white boys. Now, remember, this is a replay, y'all. So this is well before the insurrection, the white domestic terrorism attack and treason against the United States incited by incited by one Mr. Donald Trump, who just got away with it because we all knew he would be acquitted because the GOP and the and the Republican Party are now demonic. They are as anti-American as anything gets. And we're going to see a lot of disasters based off of this. But let me tell you, this acquittal is going to shatter America. But we'll talk about that next week. Also next week, I'm going to talk about the Gorilla Glue woman. They call her Gorilla Glue girl. She a grown fucking woman. And I got to keep a real salute to Essence. I know some people up there at Essence I used to. Let me tell y'all something. Salute to y'all. But I ain't read a fucking article this fucking stupid in all my fucking life. And y'all tune in next week. That should get you pumped up enough. 
It's only seven days. Seven days go by fast. I'm going to be telling, I'm going to read to y'all this article off of Essence. It's one of the dumbest fucking articles I've ever read in my life. It's one of the most, I'm a victim, blame everybody else but me, black woman, black woman, black woman. It's one of those articles that really make black women that are really going through a struggle, you put a jackass in in the same ranks of those sisters that are really going through a struggle because of the color of their skin and what society views them as and expects for them and you put a donkey you put a jackass in there and you say to us what was the title of that y'all tessica brown isn't the gorilla glue girl she's a black woman who deserves empathy that's the title i think it's fucking stupid and I don't care if y'all mad because a lot of y'all motherfuckers are still mad at y'all and mad at me for the, the whenever I just did the show uh, 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 and said transgenders shouldn't be competing against girls that don't want men in their sports. Yeah, I, I'm in enough trouble for that. That's good trouble too. At least it means you're listening. Stupid fucking article. It, 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 and they open up going, why is it so easy to dehumanize black women when we make mistakes? Yes, a 40-year-old fucking woman made a mistake and put super glue in her fucking hair. Yeah, that's a mistake, all right. Oh no, it's not a bid for 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 social media fame at all. It's it's a mis- she mistakenly did it. Right, right. Now she's fucking famous off being a fucking idiot. But we're going to talk about that next week. Don't give a fuck how you feel about it. Y'all know the options for the Jeffrey Moody Show. You can listen to it or you can turn this motherfucker off. I'm good. Sean Garvey can tell me that I'm the coveted three to six man. Or he can tell me I'm out of my slot and I'm gone from beat break to always be around if my baby bro need me though. But y'all can listen or not listen. I'm not really good at kissing ass. I am good at telling the truth. It gets me in a lot of trouble being honest. I get in trouble at home. I get in trouble in the studio. I get in trouble everywhere. And I don't care. We're going to talk about some Gorilla Glue next week. We're going to talk about the effects of Gorilla Glue next week. We're going to talk about some men that are now putting red uh, paint splashes or trying to simulate having periods as if that that's okay do what you want but i'm going to tell you my opinion on it because this is an opinion based show you heard me so y'all enjoy this replay young sean play that dealer and we and give him the replay give him 28 y'all know our replays play like they brand new even when the news stories are older see y'all next week i'm going in next week in the words of my baby brother Casino, I'm going to be potting next week. I'm going to be potting. I'm going to be potting next week. I'm breaking the fucking fool next week. All right. Y'all enjoy the replay. I love y'all. Y'all be safe. It's my mama's birthday this week too, y'all. And so I wasn't focused on the show anyway. I'm going to see my mama. Crazy. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Happy birthday, mama. It's coming up. You know what I'm saying? All right, family. Love y'all. Y'all be good. Take care of each other, man. Enjoy the replay. See y'all next week with a brand new one. One. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87 FM. It's time for some real talk. Let's go. Welcome to the Jeff is Moody show. 
on Beat Break 87 FM. Beat Break Radio FM.com. My name is Jeffers Moody, Mr. Moody, and I am only here to keep it one way 100% real, 100% raw, and 100% Jeff. Strap in your seatbelts, get ready for a ride, because you've never heard talk quite like this. The Jeffers Moody Show, Beat Break. 87 FM Raw Dog Season has begun. Has begun. Let's go. Jeff is moody. Jeff is moody. Jeff is moody. Jeff is moody. Yep. Uh-huh. Young Sean. Young Sean, how you doing over there? How you doing? How you doing, nephew? You alright? Young Sean, I'm gonna keep it real with you today. Man, listen. I don't know how this show gonna come out, young Sean. Play that dealer. Uh, cause I burnt the whole roof off of my mouth eating hot pasta, young Sean. I'm, I made some bomb ass ground turkey pasta, and it was piping out of the pot. And I don't know what I, I don't know what I was thinking about. I went straight to eat it, and it literally took all the skin off my mouth. But young Sean, that ain't that ain't that ain't all. That ain't no, I don't know how it's going to come out. I'm coming down with a head cold. Nose stuffy, throat hurt, got a headache, eyeballs hurt. And here we are, young Sean, making it do what it do. Because <laughs> Team Jim, we are the goddamn Green Berets of Beat Break Radio. Do you understand me? So, young Sean, my mouth is on fire. And 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 I'm getting a head cold. You just play that dealer. Can y'all hear my bell? Young Sean, let, let's... Let's make it do what it do. You know what we do. Let's get it, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see you. I see you over there. Thank you. Thank you. Sir, ma'am, you, you you people in that group, you're always far too kind to me. Thank you so much. All my people over there and over there and over there at the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets, wherever you may be, ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens. <coughs> oh, yeah, young Sean. <laughs> It's going to be one of them kind of shows. <laughs> yeah. My kings and queens, welcome to the Jeffers Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. And, of course, your free BeatBreak87FM app that you can download from your app store so we can go wherever you go. Listen to the show on a TuneIn app. And if you want to hear the archives, you know, family, the shows you probably missed when I first started at BeatBreak. Then I need you to go to Spotify and type in the Jeff is Moody show or you can go to anchor dot radio or you can download that anchor app from your mobile app store and type in beat break eight seven FM. And there you will find about 25 plus episodes of the Jeff is Moody show family. Oh, yeah. You can play catch up. To your favorite internet radio show. Thank you so much for the support. Family, contact me on Instagram at the Jeff is Moody Show, or you can text me your comments and or questions to 678-386-5331. Once again, family, if you want to text me comments and or questions, hit me up at 678-386-5331. You can hit DJ Naturel up to salute her for her ATL traffic mix at 
DJ Naturel on all social media. That's Naturel with an E, N A T U R E L. Uh, my baby sis Naturel sprained her ankle. Uh, she she was DJing for DJ Jazzy Jeff the other night uh, in Atlanta, and her little five foot ass decided she carries some equipment down the steps. I think she fell down the steps or something and sprained her ankle. All the fellas that was there, let me find out who you are. I'ma whip your ass. <clears throat> Naturel ain't supposed to be carrying her stuff. She already paid her dues. Spraining her ankle. Naturel, I'ma kick your ass too. Because you ain't had no business carrying them turntables. Family, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Jeff, but you can call me Moody. And I will be your pilot for this four-hour flight. So family, kick back, relax if you can, even if you cannot. I guarantee you that we're about to make these next four hours the best portion of your day. I am here to get you through the grind. Special shout out to all my drivers out there who listen to the Jeffers Moody Show while you're on the road. Honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. Can y'all hear my bell today? I need you, bell. Young Sean, I need you today. Woo! Gosh. One love to all my family who listen while you work or play and you choose the Jeffers Moody Show. Whether you're in the gym, at the house, wherever you are, if you are listening, I thank you. Family, before I get into today's show, I just want to send a message of thank you from myself, from uh, Sean Garvey, the architect, the head honcho of Beat Break 87FM. Uh, from all the shows on Beat Break 87 uh, FM, for DJ Naturel, for DJ Rollum, for, for Young Sean. We want to thank you guys. You know, the, the listenership on Jeff is Moody essentially goes up every week. You guys are just spreading the word. You guys are getting involved. You guys are consistent with listening. Um, You listen heavy on Monday. That's an important day. I love you all for that. But you listen throughout the week. Um, It's, you know, it's such an honor and a privilege. I don't take it for granted that some people tell me they listen twice a week. You know, this thing that gets you uh, uh, through 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Family, uh, this is not something I'll ever be arrogant about. This is something I'll forever be humble about. Because without you, there just is no real progression of not only my show, but but every show on this network. Um, So we thank you, okay, the Thinking Out Loud Network, Beat Break 87 FM, me, you know, the whole crew. We thank you guys so much for your love and support. And I want to tell you guys, keep yourself surrounded by a good team. You will learn as time goes on. Not everybody on the team is into the team. You'll figure that out. Cut that dead weight out. Cut them doubters out. Cut the over-defiant people out. Cut the people that's not with the program. Cut them out. You're going to struggle. You're going to have ups and downs. But if you stick to your guns, sooner or later, family, good things are going to happen. And that's what's happening over here at Beat Break 87 FM. Limit that circle, family. Give that love to who deserves it, all right? Here's what we have for you on today's show. And fam, that's in all aspects of life. I don't give a damn what you're doing. Limit that circle. Fam, I got 48-hour-old breaking news for y'all today. <laughs> yeah, sure. You, you've heard about it by now, but not from me. So it's still breaking news. I got some breaking news coming up quickly. That's going to be coming up shortly. We got that fan feedback and just asked Jeff for you today. Um, I'm light on the feedback because I'm saving some of it for next week. But today, 
I gotta let y'all know y'all still talking about damn Lamar. Y'all still, y'all are still talking about Lamar and his high standards from one and two weeks ago. And we have a few more submissions for that. And we have some submissions for your top three TV characters. Y'all still going with that one. Um, as far as just ask Jeff, today I want to flip the script. I want to do a just ask the fam. I want to ask y'all a question, and I'll read your responses next Monday on the 19th. Because I was watching a little bit of this movie called Brothers. Have y'all seen that with Morris Chestnut and Gabrielle Union? Anyway, there's something I saw on that, and I want to ask y'all a question about that. So rather than just ask Jeff, I'm going to just ask the fam, and y'all get at me, and I'll read it out next week. Um, With all the American domestic terrorism going on in this country right now, enough is enough. Now, I'm hoping my listenership doesn't go down after this segment I'm doing today. And I'm going to let you know that the opinions of Jeff is Moody are not necessarily the opinions of Beat Break 87 FM and his staff, sponsors, advertisers, and affiliates. But instead of doing the world's most trifling today, oh, no, no, you know what? I'm doing the world's most trifling. Instead of doing Jim News, I'm going to do a segment called America, Come and Get Your White Boys. <laughs> Come and Get Your White Boys. They're wilding out. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this ain't no anti-white show. Everybody listening to it knows that because I get in everybody. Y'all know that. But America, you got a problem with your white males that are acting like they're patriots. We got a problem with our black males and all other males too, but but we'll talk. I talk about that all the time, right? Y'all need to come get your white boys. I'm going to do that segment today, all right? Uh, We got dumb shit news for you today. We have my favorite decade to have romance and sex for you today. I'm going to tell y'all in advance it was the 80s. All right, I don't know about y'all, but I'm, I'm going to tell y'all. We have the World's Most Trifling People Award for you today. And after that, we have the opposite of trifling today. Of course, as you all know by now, I do not get into the meat of the show until I give y'all that what? That's right, fam. Moody Motivation is on deck because we all need to know that we have the ability to be great. Today, I'm going to tell you why you are tougher than you think you are. We got the FB post of the week for you today. And of course, we have another great throwback classic podcast from Mr. Moody's Neighborhood at around 4 p.m. And y'all already know, from 5 o'clock or so till 6 p.m., we have the ATL traffic mix with DJ Naturell. All right. So all that and more for you today, fam. It's a packed show as usual. So get ready for this four-hour flight because verbal raw dog season has officially begun. Moody Motivation is up next, y'all. It's the Jeff is Moody Show on Beat Break Radio, FM.com. Skin on the roof of my mouth or not, we gonna rock the house. Let's go, young Sean. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show on Beat Break Radio, FM.com. Beat Break 87 FM and family, it is time. For a little bit of moody motivation. And I am here quickly to tell you all that you are tougher than you think. In fact, you are much tougher than you think. Mentally, physically, spiritually, you're tougher than you think. You just got to get in tune with the person that you are and the greatness you are. Got to work on that self-doubt a little bit. And we have to stop thinking that it's okay to be weak. You know, we have moments of weakness in our lives. It comes and goes. It's, It's a part of life. 
But we have to stop thinking that is the norm. Strength is the norm. Courage is the norm. You are tougher than you think you are. Although I'm making light of it, uh, burning all the skin off the roof of my mouth and coming down with a head cold at the same time, uh, most people would just skip a show. And that's probably wise. You know what? Family, I've been through so much physically and stuff that I don't, you know, if you think about it, right? Every time that you come upon a trial or a tribulation or obstacle or something, I want you to think relatively how how hard is this as opposed to other things that I've been through. I've been through a lot. I done burned the skin off my mouth plenty of times. Maybe not to this degree. I'm a New Yorker, man. We eat piping hot pizza out the oven. How many of y'all done burned the skin off your mouth? Come on, man. Or, 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 or hurt your, you know, or hurt yourself doing something. You know, everything don't require a Band-Aid. Every boo-boo is not for a visit to the emergency room. Every case of heartbreak is not suicidal. Every, it's, not, it's not reason. It's not justification. Every time your spirit is your spirit is in a lull, it's not time for you to go into your shell and not come out and let the world pass you by. You're tougher than that. You're tougher than you think you are. Man, let me tell you something. Skin off my mouth and catching a head cold is a light thing. I'm a warrior. Big up to my bro bro, uh, Enrique McCalla. That man got hit by a hit and run driver, what, two months ago, Enrique? He out the hospital walking around, got him some titanium ribs. He's Wolverine. And he's a fireman in Connecticut. Now, y'all know them firemen as tough as they come. We already knew uh, Enrique Enrique was tough as nails. But even he found out that he's tougher than he thought he was. Even everybody around him found out. A car ran over this man and left him for dead. He went to the hospital in critical condition. And he's out walking around. You're tougher than you think you are. I love you, Enrique. You and your queen, my distant family. Family, you're tougher than you think you are. What what happened? You you lost your job. I I know. I know. I know. In, in this day and age, in this economy, in this time, that's a scary thought. But you're tougher than you think you are. You're not going to lay down and die. You're going to find a way to pay the bills. That's legal. You're going to find a way to get by. You're going to you're going to find another stream of income. You're going to get it done. You're not a quitter. You're not a loser. You're tougher than you think you are. See people moping around and wallowing in misery and doing all that stuff and you don't understand that the the reason you don't know that you tough is because this new societal norm of being soft of being weak and God forbid that we admit that there is softness and weakness God forbid that I say that to you all because that's what they call toxic masculinity let me tell y'all something it ain't cool to be perpetually weak that don't do nothing for you do 
y'all remember the conversations that we had back in the day when we were real um, men and real women and we would tell somebody to, to pick their head up and cut it out and toughen it up and stick it out and get through it? Well, they're, they're trying to outlaw that kind of that kind of talk now. They call it toxic. No, that's what you call love. You know what's toxic? It's people making it possible for you. People facilitating weakness that doesn't have to be weakness. People letting you think that it's no longer cool just to be strong. Oh, Moody, you burnt the skin off your mouth. You coming down with a head cold. Moody, you can't, wait a minute, you can't drink a beer while you're doing the, the show? I know you're going to cancel it. Nah, man, I got a show to do. And I can talk. And it, it being a little bit of pain while I'm doing it. Nose, I may come off stuffy. I don't know how this show just started. I don't know how it's going to sound. I know I'm tougher than I think I am. And I think I'm pretty tough. Every boo-boo don't require a band-aid. Every boo-boo don't require a band-aid. Get up. Move it around. Shake it off. Look in the mirror and remember the times that you thought you wasn't going to make it through. And realize that you're here right now looking in the mirror. That means you made it through. That means you're tougher than you think you are. People doubting you. People not believing in you. Got you to the point where you don't even believe in yourself. You tougher than that. I know you're at your wits end in a relationship or something. We got a couple of college students that that like I don't think I can I don't think I could get through it. We got a couple of high school students I don't think I could get through it. You so close to being done. You so close to the finish line. I know it's tough. I know the pressure's tough. I know a lot of you are go. You know what? Our kids can't even go to school without worrying about a shooter walking into the school nowadays. But still. You are tougher than you think you are. You hella tough. You hella raw. Somebody working out right now. You finished that last set. Don't do it for me neither. Do it for you. Somebody in therapy right now. Like I just, I'm not going to be able to. I know it hurt. I've been to therapy five or six, seven. I've been to seven different set therapies for five uh, operations or whatever. I know it hurt, man. But you tougher than you think you are. We lose loved ones and it hurt. I swear to God it hurt. And we don't think we can go on until we remember. Hell, we got to go on. We got people that depend on us. But most importantly, we depend on ourselves. You tougher than you think you are. Prayer helps. Belief in the most high helps. But my personal opinion that belief in yourself is belief in the most high. And I am here to tell you, there is no need for you to surrender. There is no need for you to quit. 
There is no need for you to give up your dream. There is no need for you to succumb to pain. There is no need for you to succumb to pressure. And I know that sometime when the world feel like it's caving in and anxiety kicks in and physical pain kicks in and mental pain kicks in. I know sometimes we just don't even want to get out of the bed. I've been there. Till I remembered I'm tougher than I thought I was. And so are you. Today, family, this ain't the day to be lying down. Every boo-boo don't get a band-aid. You're beautiful. You're wonderful. You're strong. You're fierce. You're a warrior. Go ahead and break down and cry. Go ahead and break down and, and, and feel about a misery. That's okay. You're only human. But in the long term, you must remember, nothing can stop you. Nothing can halt your progress. Because you're tougher than you think you are. However it applies to you. I hope it helps. Moody Motivation, y'all. We'll be right back with breaking news on the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. You ain't no punk. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Breaking news. Breaking news, Young Sean, play that Dilla for the breaking news. Breaking news, that, that's about 48 hours old. Breaking news on the Jeff is Moody Show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Jeff is Moody, and I am here with some breaking news that is about 48 hours old. Jeffrey Epstein apparently commits suicide at... Manhattan jail officials say. Yes, the notorious child trafficker and rapist Jeffrey Epstein has apparently committed suicide. We don't celebrate that around here at Beat Break 87 FM, and we certainly don't uh, celebrate it uh, on the Jeff is Moody show. However, I will tell you guys in advance for this breaking news that the opinions of Jeff is Moody are definitely not necessarily the opinions of beat break radio 87 fm it's employees that sponsors yada 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 breaking news breaking news play that dilla the body of mr epstein the financier indicted on sex trafficking charges last month was found saturday morning jeffrey epstein who was long dogged by accusations of sexual abuse of girls and who was able to cultivate a stream of high-profile friends, despite his lurid lifestyle, killed himself in his Manhattan jail cell, two law enforcement officials said on Saturday. Mr. Epstein hanged himself, and his body was found at roughly 7.30 a.m. Saturday at the Metropolitan Correctional Center in Manhattan. Last month, A week after being denied bail on federal sex trafficking charges, Mr. Epstein was found unconscious in his cell at the jail in Manhattan with marks on his neck. Prison officials has been, they had been, 
investigating that incident as a possible suicide attempt. This is breaking news. It was not immediately clear on Saturday whether Mr. Epstein was under suicide watch or whether the authorities had put in additional safeguards after the earlier incidents. Breaking news. Manhattan federal prosecutors last month charged Mr. Epstein's kind of hard to talk with no skin on your mouth. <laughs> Young Sean, play that Diller. Uh, Mr. Epstein, 66, they charged him with sex trafficking of girls as young as 14 years old. The indictment renewed attention toward how Mr. Epstein, who had uh, uh, opulent homes, private jets, access to elite circles, how he had escaped severe punishment in an early investigation into his abuse of girls more than a decade ago in Florida. Somehow, he managed to avoid federal criminal charges in 2008 after prosecutors brokered a widely criticized deal that allowed a child rapist to plead a state charges of solicitation of prostitution from a minor and serve just 13 months in jail. Even while in custody, Mr. Epstein was allowed to leave the jail for 12 hours a day, six days a week, to work at his office in Florida. Breaking news. Breaking news. The new federal indictment also focused scrutiny on an array of luminaries in government politics, business, academia, science, and fashion with whom Mr. Epstein had associated with over the years, including Donald J. Trump, Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew of Britain, and the retail billionaire Leslie Wexner. On Saturday morning, the Federal Bureau of Prisons did not immediately respond to requests for comments. We are enormously sorry to learn of today's news. No one should die in jail. Yeah, uh, 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 tell me about it. No one should die in jail. Y'all remember Sandra Bland? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, a cache of previously uh, 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 sealed legal documents released on Friday by a federal appeals court provided new disturbing details about what was going on inside Mr. Epstein's homes and how his associates recruited young women and girls, including from a Florida high school. Okay, so this is all I'm going to say on this breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, on the Jeff is Moody Show, 48-hour-old uh, breaking news. Let me tell you guys something. I have to be honest with you. I don't care. Do you care? You know, you know, you know, you know, you know. There's a young lady who wrote a memoir and she said she was a sex trafficking victim of Mr. Epstein and his acquaintances. This is the woman I want to hear from. We want to hear from her and we want to hear from Epstein's ex-devil ass girlfriend who helped him recruit underage girls. I want to know some names because I got to tell you guys something. Donald Trump is already, uh, uh, um, you know, it's already alleged and people are suspicious that he has messed with underage girls. I wouldn't be shocked with Bill Clinton or any of these guys. But I got to ask you guys something. Do birds of a feather flock together? Well, not all the time, but 90% of the time. And I'm going to go out on a limb. You know, Mr. Trump, he, he expressed lust for his underage daughter. 
Uh, this is the same Mr. Trump that saw a a baby. What what, what was it, y'all? A ten year old coming down the elevator with her mom and said, "Look at her. She's so adorable. If she was ten years older, I'd be dating her." This is that guy. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that people that know that you're a pedophile and they party and hang with you, they've probably banged babies too. Breaking news! Breaking news on the Jeffers Moody Show. The opinions of Jeffers Moody is not necessarily the opinions of B Break uh, 87 radio sponsors, advertisers, or affiliates, and all that. You know. Anyway, that was 48 hour breaking news. Jeffrey Epstein, the banger of children, is dead. Self inflicted, it seems. Boo fucking who? Yeah, you can't say that on terrestrial radio because you get in a lot of trouble for being honest and saying you don't give a fuck about a piece of shit. And I'm probably going to get on trouble on internet radio too. But until then, boo fucking who? All right. Uh, he's dead. Let's get this show on the road. We'll be right back with Just Ask Jeff and fan feedback right here on the Jeff is Moody Show. Breaking news. Breaking news. You're listening to Jeff is Moody Jeff on is Beat Moody. Break 87. We're back. We're back. Welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show on Beat Break Radio. FM.com. Hey, man. Anchor dot radio. Did I say that right? First time I promoted that. I'm sorry if I got it wrong. I think I got that right. Spotify, y'all should really check out the episodes from beginning to now. Y'all should play catch up, seriously. Uh, Thank you guys for joining in. And I just got to tell you, as far as Jeffrey Epstein, I cannot sit on radio and lie. I don't feel any kind of way. You know, I would like a lot of you people to give Jeffrey Epstein that R. Kelly energy. Because you know what I figured out with the whole R. Kelly thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just ask Jeff Fan Feedback. I'm going there. But you know what I figured out? I figured out that it's really not the kids that y'all give a shit about. Many of you. I know that a lot of you do. And I know that a molester is a molester and a sex trafficker is a sex trafficker for for a lot of you. And I respect you and I love you guys. But you other guys, you know what I realized? You guys don't care about the kids at all. You just care about the person and how much you dislike the person. Because I'm telling you, R. Kelly and Jeffrey Epstein, if, if both of them are truly guilty, they're both pieces of dog shit. And you haven't seen half of the energy towards Jeffrey Epstein that you've seen towards R. Kelly. That's all I'm saying. Or Bill Cosby, for that matter. And Bill Cosby was given, in my opinion, grown women that that mostly willingly were taking pills. Play that Dilla, young Sean. You know, you know what Jeffrey Epstein needed? He needed Oprah and them to produce a surviving Jeffrey Epstein movie. Maybe that would have got your emotions going more. Maybe you guys only care about the kids when it's a TV show. Yeah, where's that energy at? No energy? No energy for Jeffrey? Not me. Not Jeff. You know, not me. I don't fuck with kids. <laughs> Let's do this Just Ask Jeff and fam feedback. 
<sighs> All right, so family, uh, not doing a lot of feedback today because I got to get Lamar. After this week, we're chilling with Lamar because L- Lamar actually hollered, which is a beautiful thing. But um, y'all are still talking about Lamar and his dating standards. Holy shit. Young Sean, play that dealer, man. I'm going to read that. And then today, fam, rather than read a Just Ask Jeff, I'm going to do a Just Ask the Fam. So I got to ask y'all about the movie The Brothers, like I said in the beginning of the show. And I'm going to need y'all to hit me up via uh, text 678-386-5331 or on Instagram at The Jeff is Moody Show. And tell me what you would do. And I'm going to read your replies next monday if i'm not mistaken next monday is august 19th all right so let's start with the feedback y'all are still fascinated play that dilla y'all are still fascinated with king lamar young sean it feels like because i'm trying to keep my tongue off the the roof of my mouth it's making me have a lisp or something that sound like i have a lisp play that dilla fuck it all right so Y'all are fascinated with Lamar, and he's responded. But before I read his response, let me get to y'all. So DC's finest said, It's amazing how people were mad at this guy for basically doing what women do all the time. Have we become that desensitized to the bullshit that some women are on? Tall, dark, and handsome. Has to earn this amount. Needs to have this size penis. Etc., etc., Funny shit, but very telling of that blatant hypocrisy that the genders practice. And I say that as an all-natural, well-endowed, black man-loving, born female with no additives or preservatives. Ladies, we can do better. Now, see, I, I, I thought I, initially I thought DC's finest was a, was a guy. This is a, this is a queen right here. I want a good man. I wanted a good man. Trust, loyalty, humor, great sex. Protect me. Honor me. Be a man's man and not one of these kind of sort of men. Air quotes. We'll work everything out as time goes because I'm not letting a good one go over penis size or salary. Yo, people people be telling me there's no good women out there. That's why, ladies, I'm always sticking up for y'all. I just call you out when you need to be called out. It's a bunch of women that think like this. I'm trying to tell y'all. DC's finally said, I'm not letting a good one go over penis size or salary. Axe, my six-year husband. His penis and salary are good, by the way. (laughs) Can I go on? LOL, I won't. Because I know your mean butt won't read it all, Jeff. We can do better. Men can too. <laughs> Let's grow up. <laughs> Salute, DC's finest. Yo, there's so many women that think like you, queen, and I love you so much. And salute to your king. And by the way, I, you could have went on. I would have read it. Now this reputation I got for being so mean. When do I treat y'all mean? Hey, listen. Y'all do me a favor, right? Let me know during the course of the next couple of days. When do I treat y'all mean? The fucking nicest radio host on the face of the planet. Okay, maybe not, but I'm close to it. Play that dealer, young Sean. Tanya P said, what up, queen? She said, I spit my tea out of my mouth when you read a comment that had the term 
throat mileage in it. <laughs> laughy face, laughy face. Is that laughy face, laughy face? Oh, my dear. Is that what you guys call oral sex now? Throat mileage? <laughs> I kept tuning in during the week to catch that portion of the show, but my work schedule forbid me. Yes. Sometimes I listen to the show more than once a week. Don't I qualify for a gym t-shirt or something by now? Just kidding, but not really. Love you, Jeff. Love you back, Tanya P. And if anybody qualifies for a goddamn t-shirt, it's, a, it's you. Hell, Cali Bourne, Peaches D, uh, Cedric. Uh, uh, oh, man. Yo, yeah, yeah, yo, that paraphernalia's coming. Yeah, throat mileage. That was my baby brother, Casino. That was Casino, Tanya P. Go, go on a Stitcher or something and put in Casino's corner with a K, K A S I N O corner. Super intellectual dude, but he's just a fucking maniac. Is all. It's like you're listening to a maniac. Like, you're listening to a psychotic genius uh, with his show. He hasn't done it in years, but it's it's still relevant. right? Yeah, that's Casino. Throat mileage. <laughs> throat mileage. <laughs> Action says, uh, get the GTFO. Get the fuck out of here to Lamar. Only bitch good enough for that nigga is Eve before the apple. Fuck out of here, G. All right, Action. Why are you so mad, son? Uncle JC has a second portion of his feedback and I didn't list it before I did the show last week but he went on to say regarding Lamar and I think Uncle JC might have actually sent this when the show was already done but he says Jeff society has convinced some that money position and status will determine their likelihood of success but that is far from the truth a person likes to be around another male or female because of the way they feel in their company no amount of money, position, or status can trump it. Uh, Uncle JC, you are very correct. Ring the bell for you. Anyway, family, Lamar, who Lamar hit back, and he, it, one thing I do appreciate about all of you, this never really got malicious. Even the people that were trying to make it malicious, we didn't really allow it to go there because I don't have a problem with people going hard at each other. Uh, but if we get off topic just to you know spite somebody it just is not entertainment for me you know what i'm saying um he wasn't nearly as long as i thought he would be if he if he responded kind of knew he would respond though but king lamar said point proven hold on y'all this is lamar uh young sean play that dilla for a little bit before let's do intro lamar play that dilla ladies and gentlemen answering back from something that he posted on, he texted two weeks ago. It is Lamar, the fucking relationship standard troll. <laughs> okay, okay, Lamar, you got your shit. That was your intro. He said, point proven. What's good for the goose is apparently not good for the gander. Didn't think I'd get that much love, but I did expect the few negative comments I received. It's typical and well expected from the bitter portion of our female population. <laughs> LeVar, you just you just don't know when to fucking stop, do ya? 
I will admit that I was partially trolling in regards to the sexual qualifiers for my potential mate, but not by much. The truth is, and I think one of the listeners said it, a woman is going to lie about anal and such if she thinks it's a deal breaker. I seriously stand by everything else listed, though. Great show as usual, OG. And and it brung out the fair and the foul. I feel like a Jeff is Moody show celeb now. Lamar, you are. You are. You're a T-shirt qualifier, too. You're a T-shirt qualifier, man. Okay, last one. Queen Kim was one of the young ladies that totally wasn't fucking with Lamar and his standards. So, lat- no, okay, y'all. So, she got at him last week. Last week, she said, what's his social media? Face pics and dicks, dick pics, please. I'm betting you he's a fat slob or a troll. Boy, bye. So, this week, she says... Let me clarify my statement read on last week's show. I'm not apologetic for what I said, but I do realize it was partly based off of emotion. Hey, Kim, I appreciate that. That's grown up. I'm grown. I can admit that. I just want men to be men. He sounded as if he wanted to just have standards because women can. That's just feminine to me. Don't know how he looks, but it's usually the unattractive ones that play girly games. I want to call a truce. <laughs> All right, Kim, you and Lamar truced out. And Lamar doesn't, let me tell you, I don't. I know everybody's stuck on social media. There are a lot of people that, Lamar, do you, you have not ever listed, so if, list the social media if you have it. Family, I would not have social media if I didn't have a podcast in the show. Telling you right now, I would not be on Facebook or Instagram or anything else if I didn't. There's no shock when somebody doesn't have social media that's a kim you got a you got a funny you got a weird outlook on things but to me but but thank you for calling that truce um a few more reply replies came in for top three tv characters eli said good times jj evans and thelma because of that ass thelma was the finest woman on tv eli that's not three characters man that's fucking you named the show and two people from the show eli yeah, sure, I'm play that Dilla. The God Trell said, you know me from the gym, big homie. Love this raw shit. Dope product, and I love to politic with you. I'm going to do this TV thing and follow the rules. The Rock. Oh, shit. Not the wrestler, but the trash man from the sitcom. Charles Dutton, big homie. Oh! Rock was a goon with a job. Perpetually angry. Family, uh... Family man and was mad from rising to resting. James Evans because of the same reasons. And Mr. T, strong black man, ain't taking no shit. Super, superhuman strength, which was really a sneak diss to the black male stereotype if you think about it. Like, wow, only a burly black guy can lift people over his head like an ape and shit. That's my three because George Jefferson and Carl Winslow was soft. And Bill Cosby was great and inspirational, but seems to have skipped the struggle. I would have liked to see James Evans turn into Heathcliff Huxable. Okay. All right, man. Man, I love my listeners, man. It's dope, big homie. Let's talk biz. Lunch on me. All right, we'll get up, man. All right. Thank you guys for all of that. Thank you guys for all of that. So, um, usually, fam, and young Sean, I think I'm actually going to run over to 15 here. Usually, we, act, we, we usually do a Just Ask Jeff. And I have about three of them uh, from the fam as of now. 
But right now, I want to do something called Just Ask the Fam. So I'm going to ask y'all this question, and I want y'all replies for next Monday's show. You got all week, all right? Young Sean, be going over. Play my dealer. Here's the question for the family. Now, could you stay with and marry a woman that you found out your father used to sleep with and didn't tell you? Fellas, let me repeat that. Fellas, could you stay with and marry a woman or seriously date a woman that you found out your father used to sleep with and didn't tell you about it? And and, and I got this. And ladies, let me flip it on y'all. Could you stay with and stay serious with and date or marry a man that you found out your mother used to sleep with and didn't tell you about it? So I saw this 1991 movie, The Brothers, because I don't watch a lot of movies or TV and stuff, right? And so I just happened to, I've never seen this movie before. It's, I, I think I've seen my wife watch. I've never sat down and saw this from beginning to end, right? So it's The Brothers with Morris Chestnut, D.L. Hughley, Bill Bellamy, um, Shamar Moore. Is that his name? Shamar Moore? Gabrielle Union and a couple of other, you know, a couple of other really good black actors, right? So Morris Chestnut's character, he finds out that his pops used to bang his present girl, right? And so he's like, yo, they were at some kind of celebration or something. He's like, why didn't you tell me you used to date so-and-so? He was like, because she asked me not to. And so, you know, Morris Chestnut was mad as I would imagine he would be and him and his father almost got into it. But Morris Chestnut's mom, who Morris Chestnut's character father he, he got back with his mom also. So he's, he banged his girl out. I think I got this right. He banged his girl out or girl he was dating or presently dating. Banged her out. And then he's back with his mom. <laughs> this is a strange father. This is, yo, this is a movie called Brothers, right? And it got me to thinking, man. Family, could y'all do that? Could you do that? Yo, now, I'm not going to give y'all my, I know that, listen, my audience, by the way, family, another thing to congratulate you all on, this show is a demographic buster. It's, yo, people from under 18, which we don't condone or promote, people from under 18 into their 70s listen to the Jeffers Moody Show. It's a fucking demographic buster. That's all because of you, and it's all because we keep it 100 no matter what. Young Sean, it's our first 20 in weeks. Don't even worry about it. Play that dealer. Yo, fam, I got to tell y'all, I'm not going to give you my opinion on the brothers thing, but I think y'all already know it. But I had a rule with just the homeboys back in the day. Yo, fam, honestly, unless we was on some menage and I'm not bragging about this, but it is what it is. You know, running a train, group sex kind of thing. I didn't even, I didn't, I wasn't even attracted to girls that the homie slept with that they wasn't even serious with. You don't know how many homegirls that one of the homies slept with. And she was like, yo, what's up with your man? He's like, yo, that's, that's moody. You know what I'm saying? She's like, yo, I'm feeling him. He's like, yo, I let him know. And I'm like, nah, I'm good money. There's too many women out here for me for that, all right? But if your father, like, look at your lady right now. I got a lot of people in trouble when I said, look at your lady. Somebody nutted in her. Y'all remember that? 
I might have ended a couple of relationships last week. <laughs> you love me for a reason. It's two to six for a reason. But look at your lady right now. Like, imagine your father has banged your lady. Ladies, look at your man. Imagine your man has been with your mama and you didn't know about it. So, this is what we're going to do. Y'all are going to tell me how that's going down, and we'll pick it up next week. How about that? All right? Once again, fellas, could you stay with, be serious with, date, or marry a woman that you found out your father used to sleep with and didn't tell you? And ladies, could you stay with a man, date, marry, be serious with, that you found out your mother used to bang and didn't tell you? And I'm assuming I'm the only black man in America that has never saw the brothers in 1991. But it was actually a pretty decent movie, all right? So that's where I got the concept from. That's where I got the question from. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Jeff is Moody Show. And I think that we're winning is because reality and authenticity, they went out all the time. Now, will I get kissed, uh, uh, cussed out for a 20-minute segment? Absolutely. I'm not going to do another one for the show. But, young Sean, we got to do what we got to do, man. Play that Dilla, kid. Play that Dilla, nephew. Mouth hurt, but I'm talking my ass off so much, young Sean, I don't even feel it. That's what happened when you having fun, my man. Yo, we'll be right back with America. Come and get your white boys. Right here on the Jeffers Moody Show, Beat Break Radio, FM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. The Jeff is Moody show uh, continues with uh, no skin on the roof of my mouth and a head cold. Family, you know, I work on a lot of segments. I I have a new one I want to break out on y'all today. Um, Every once in a while, I'm going to be doing segments called Come Get Ya. You know, it could be like uh, Come Get Your Mom. Or I could say Rap Industry. Come get your artists. Or, you know, along those lines. Come get you. All right? But today, I'm going to introduce this segment in a real way. I'm going to introduce this segment in a relevant way. For today's introduction to Come Get You, I'm going to do America... Come get your white boys. (laughs) America, you got to come get your white boys, man. Listen. Yeah, we got problems. Every race, creed, color, you damn right we got problems. But no problem is more looming at this point in time than white, domestic, homegrown terrorism. From angry white males in particular. No, no, no. They're not the only domestic terrorists in the world, but they are the majority in America. America, come get your white boys. You know, fam, I pulled this up from some nonpartisan data from an organization called Statista. Uh, Y'all can check them out at Statista.com. That's S-T-A-T-I-S-T-A. And I got it from a couple of other sources. And it's funny how it's funny how they um how they term mass shooting, but it all kind of rounds about to one thing. Okay, so let's check this out. Family, since 1992 to right now in 2019, 
An astonishing 110 mass shootings uh, have been carried out in the United States by male shooters. In contrast, only three mass shootings defined as, now listen, a mass shooting is defined as an attack in a public place in which four or more victims were killed. Now, okay, remember that, folks. It's defined as a as a attack in a public place in which four or more victims were killed. Um, only only three of those have been carried out by women. Now, listen, this number would be higher than 110 since 1982 if we measured the mass shootings by the new definition President Obama set in 2013 when he changed the criteria from four fatalities to three. I'm just going off the four, okay? I'm just going off the four. Check this out. The number of mass shootings in the United States between 1982 and August 2019 by shooters race and ethnicity. 64 out of 110 of those incidents have been from white males. 19 have been from blacks. Excuse me. 64 have been from whites. Let's just say that. 19, let's be fair. 19 have been from blacks. 10 have been from Latino. 8 have been from Asian. 5 have been from other. 4 have been from unknown. And 3 have been from Native American. All right? Now, the number of mass shootings in the United States between 1982 and August 2019, let's do it by the shooter's gender. Number of incidents, male, 110, female, three, male and female combos or groups or units, if you will, one. Okay? Now, black now and now this is my words this is not the study this is me now so so we know that that the a lot of the black male mass shootings unfortunately and sadly they're often game related which is horrible it's unjustifiable it's ridiculous it's an outrage in a black community but the white shootings they're often based on what they're often based on some kind of a racial uh, uh, ethnic or religious hatred. I want y'all to think about this, right? Now, now, while black and Latino shooters are, are labeled as thugs and killers with no mention of any mental deficiencies, what are white shooters often described as? Lone wolves and mentally ill. Am I right or am I wrong? They're never thugs. They're never killers. They're never gangbangers. They are lone wolves and or they're mentally deficient. They have mental problems. So it's a researchable fact that white males commit more mass shootings than any other group. But like I said, it's also a fact that white males commit more mass shooting based off hatred for skin color, religious choice, sexual preference or, or, or all of that than any other group. No, we're not making excuses for anybody. Let me tell you, these come getchers, they'll span out to everybody. I don't give a damn. I might do come get your gangbangers. You don't know who I'm going to be talking about. But when these white shooters commit these crimes, they already have an out. 
America already gives them an out. They call them mentally ill. You know what, America? You're not only creating your shooters, you're excusing and protecting your shooters. I'm going to give you an example. Just seven days or so after these horrible tragedies in El Paso and Daytona, if I'm not mistaken, also Chicago, all across the nation, people getting shot. Just seven days after that, a fucking idiot decides to do this. Check this out. A man in body armor carrying a rifle arrested at a Missouri Walmart. And of course, guys, you know, because he was because he was a white male. He wasn't shot, beat, tased or killed. Young Sean played that dealer. We keep telling y'all there's a double standard. Y'all say it's a race car. Dimitri Andrichenko, 20 years old, was arrested on Thursday. That's August 8th uh, after walking into a Springfield, Missouri Walmart wearing body armor and carrying a rifle. This was around 4 p.m. He was detained at gunpoint by an off-duty firefighter. Thank God for him. Upon entering the store, the store's manager, he pulled a fire alarm and told shoppers to evacuate. So Springfield Police Lieutenant Mike Lucas commented on the situation, stating he walked in there heavily armed with body armor on and military fatigues, and he caused a great amount of panic inside the store. Obviously, with what's happened in Texas and Dayton and all that kind of stuff in the last seven days, that's on everybody's mind. Uh, uh, Damn, Skippy. Wow, wow, genius. Lieutenant Mike Lucas, way to go. You think? So let me get this straight. After the tragedies in El Paso, Dayton, Chicago, and all the gun violence, all the heightened sense of fear that is gripping this entire nation, you mean to tell me that this piece of shit decides, probably for kicks, or or maybe, y'all, he was going to shoot that bitch up. Maybe we was going to have another mass shooting on August 8th. He decided he'd walk into a Walmart, body armored up, heavily armed. He panicked the whole store. People could have been trampled. People could have had heart attacks. Hell, some Yahoo with a gun could have saw him and started shooting. Bullets could have flown. Bullets could have hit innocent people. But he's a fucking potential white male American domestic terrorist. So he gets arrested, handcuffed, lightly, I'm sure. And maybe they took his ass to Burger King on the way to the precinct. (laughs) Right? How did he not get shot? Like, nobody saw this bitch-ass nigga walking in the parking lot with body armor and heavy hardware, and nobody called the cops. Do you guys remember John Crawford? He was a black male that was gunned down in the Walmart in 2014 while he was walking around with a pellet rifle that he found laying on the shelf. When the cops came, they shredded his ass. He, he didn't get to put the gun down. He Somebody made a false call and said he was pointing the gun and waving the gun around, which video evidence shows he was not. By the way, that person that made that bogus call to the police was never charged or arrested. That person is living today. But do y'all remember John Crawford? Now, John Crawford picks up an unpackaged BB gun in Walmart. He keeps shopping. Another customer falsely calls 911. The police show up. They kill him. Well, Patrick Crucius walks into a Walmart with an AK-47. 
he murders 20 people a couple of days ago and he's taken into custody alive by police. How the fuck are we going to combat hatred? How the fuck are we going to combat domestic terrorism? If we're letting it be known, hey, you can take lives. Hey, Dylan Roof, you can take a life. You guys can do what you want. You'll be okay. We may even feed you. America. Come get your white boys. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Welcome back. <laughs> Yo, Sean, play that dealer, man. Yo, fam, if... Yo, what do you guys do when you burn all the skin off the roof of your mouth? And your nose is stuffy and your head hurt. What do you guys do? <laughs> Any remedies? You know what I do? My show. <laughs> Play that Dilla. <laughs> Play that Jay Dilla, young Sean. It's time for some dumb shit news on the Jeff is Moody Show. Once again, I want to thank you guys, as always, for joining this flight, man. It's a it's a great thing to do. I love it. I love the family, man. I appreciate the love you guys show us, man. Please check out my show and all the shows on Beat Break Radio FM.com, Beat Break 87 FM. Uh, we are all over the place, man. Spotify, Anchor.Radio, um, uh, hell, everywhere free beat break 87 app in your app store tune in right the tune in app right 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 especially you android guys you guys have a little issue sometimes with the app the beat break 87 fm app but you don't got no problems with tune in and you don't got no problems with BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Thank you so much. Let's do some dumb shit news. I'm keeping it a little on the lighter side here with dumb shit. But this is not so light. I really want to just ask you guys a question. This is not so much dumb right here, what these people are requesting. I just want to ask you, I just want to take this opportunity to ask you guys a question, right? Um, now, now I've signed up to Move On. You know, Move On is an organization that is against violence and they're, they're for equal rights. And they do they do a lot of protesting and I appreciate them. I appreciate the organization. Um, but I do have to ask a question for you guys. And I saw this in the news. And um, I just wanted to ask how you guys feel about this. All right. This is not dumb and I'm definitely not mocking the dead. But but here's, here's what I want to ask you guys. Um, I saw move on was um, they were um, getting a petition for Walmart to stop selling guns. Uh, maybe not necessarily a bad thing. I don't know. And then I went in my email and I had a email from move on and it said their fellow move on member. After the recent tragic shootings in El Paso, it's absolutely unthinkable that Walmart would continue to profit from gun sales. They must stop the sale of guns in their store now. Companies like Dick Sporting Goods have already taken action to use their economic leverage to curb gun violence. Walmart is one of America's largest gun sellers and must be part of the movement to end gun violence. The company has taken some steps in recent years but the stores are still selling weapons of destruction and selling bulletproof backpacks at the same time. 
I didn't know Walmart sold bulletproof backpacks, y'all. Walmart has the power to make a real difference, not just cosmetic changes. Please join with us and ask Doug McMillan, the chief executive of Walmart, to stop the sale of guns in his store now. I just want to ask you guys a quick question. I I am not necessarily opposed to people curbing their gun sales. Um, but I am also a person, and I'm not afraid to say, I don't, you know, I think we have a, I don't think criminals adhere to rules. You know, so when we talk about gun bans and stuff, you, you, you know, I don't want to see high-powered weapons in the hands of criminals. But, you know, people, they, they often walk around and, and they say, why does anybody need it? Well, one of my reasons would be, uh, do I need an AR-15? Probably not. Do I need a high-powered gun in this day, age, and society? I would say, yeah, sure. Because when they do home invasions or they do things like that, criminals are not following the rules, right? Like criminals don't, they don't knock on your door like, hey, we're about to do a, a, a high powered invasion, home invasion with a Uzi. Uh, uh, what, get ready, set, go. I just think that we do have a right to protect ourselves with, it should be kind of whatever firearm we want. But I understand the argument that, that bad people get their hands on these guns and cause mass destruction. My only question that I want to ask you guys, and I don't mind any disagreement, I don't mind any opinion. I'm just innocently asking. Y'all remember when we can actually ask and have debate without people getting all ass hurt about everything? Seems like forever ago, doesn't it? I just want to ask a question. They said that if they, they want to ban guns that could cause high casualties at one time. Well, you know, a, a handgun with a 15-shot clip, that's 30 bullets. You, you come in with two of them, right? coming with a couple of clips any loss of life is too much a revolver and somebody got 30 or 40 rounds and nobody can stop them quickly that's his that's casualties walmart if someone goes on a stabbing spree like they've done in china and stuff like that and let's just say someone stabs three or four people and starts to turn into a trend is walmart supposed to stop selling knives Let's say that we go, and I'm being serious here, and, and I just please explain your logic. If you have an issue with my logic, please explain yours. Young Sean, I think I'm going to end up going over. I'm not sure. Play that Dilla. You know, you, you have a demonic uh, white supremacist that ran the lady over, mowed a whole crowd down with a car in Charlottesville and killed a woman. If that turns into a trend, do we tell General Motors to stop making cars? Or do we wait for it to turn into a trend? Maybe it turns into a trend and we go, yo, we got to stop the sale of cars. And for those of you that go, well, Jeff, that's completely different. I, it may be. That's why I'm asking you and I'm not telling you. Should Walmart really stop selling guns or should we make it harder for people to get guns? I don't even know if background checks are really work, folks, because if the person doesn't have a record, a criminal record, or doesn't have a record of being in a mental institution or anything, how do we stop it? I don't really know what we can do. I'm not offering the I don't have the greatest solutions, but I am asking you guys, are we just telling everybody that sells a gun now to stop because they're mass shootings or should we make it harder? Should we make it more secure and should we make the penalty for killing somebody? Should we, should we, what should we do? The, the NRA doesn't care about human life. They only care about money. The president clearly doesn't care about shit. 
He only cares about money. I just want to ask y'all really quickly, what should we do? That was not dumb news. It's not dumb. Move on is not dumb for making this demand. I, I'm just curious as to what is this really a solution? All right, y'all hit me up, 678-386-5331 or The Jeff is Moody Show on Instagram. And let me know how you feel about that. Let's get to some true dumb shit news. Cops arrest GSU quarterback after mistaking bird poop for cocaine. And then they drop the charges later. Oh, yeah, the police, you guys are on a roll. Young Sean, play that dealer. My, 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 my equipment's doing it again. Hold on. Hold on, goddammit. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't here slaving with, with half of your mouth off. Well, I don't even know how that happened. Okay, we good. We good. Georgia Southern University quarterback Shy Works was arrested in South Carolina on July 31st after authorities mistook bird shit on his car for, of all things, fam, cocaine. Oh, this dumb shit news. The officers initially pulled worse over for speeding, but ended up searching uh, his car. In dash cam footage just released, the officers can be seen paying close attention to the hood of Wirtz 2016 Dodge Charger. What's the white stuff on the front of your hood, man? I got to ask this because only a Bama uh, uh, mistakes a, a, a uh, bird shit for cocaine. Oh, no, I don't mean Bama like country boy. No, no, no. I mean a fucking goober. Let me say goober instead. You know, like kind of Gomer Powell with a badge, Roscoe Pico train. Let me do it the way I imagine him doing. I'm going to go over, young Sean. Play that deal. What's the white stuff on the front of your hood, man? Asked the officer. Works responded emphatically, it's bird shit. <laughs> What the fuck do you think it is? Oh, God. It says here their exchange continued. And, and I, let me do the officer. He, he goes, I swear to God, it's not bird shit because I just tested it and that turned pink. Yo, I'm going to let you know right now, your birds, your pigeons, y'all got to watch where y'all shitting, man. Y'all can get motherfuckers killed. That could have been a black man got his face blown off over bird shit. Yo, so bird shit has the same ingredients as cocaine and y'all still putting that shit up your nose? I mean, whatever, right? right? Whatever the tester is, it turned pink like cocaine does, right? Anyway, Works was subsequently arrested and charged with misdemeanor cocaine possession. (laughs) How did they not notice this bird shit? And speeding. The 21-year-old was also suspended from participating in any team-related activities, but prosecutors issued a statement on Thursday clearing words. Wow, that was fast. Uh, yeah, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Play that Dilla. On August 8, 2019, South Carolina Law Enforcement Division received the substance and completed the drug analysis. The forensic scientists determined that no controlled substance was detected. Uh, the solicitor's office has begun the expungement process to have this charge removed from the system to ensure that the arrest in charge does not create a criminal history for words. Thank God that young man didn't go to jail for bird shit. You would think that I make up dumb shit news, but I don't. All you got to do is Google it once you hear me report on it. Yo, raise your hand if you don't know the difference between bird shit and cocaine. 
And like when they were pulling him over for speeding, he's going forward. Did he throw the cocaine and it landed on the car and burned, baked into the car? That's what bird shit does, right? I think I think Wurtz is a, is a young white male. I think they were fucking with him. I can't believe they didn't know the difference between uh, uh, bird shit and cocaine. No, this is real news. Yo, these are the, are the people protecting you. Every cop's not bad. No, not at all. <laughs> Last bit of dumb shit news. Joe Biden, Joe Biden. Ring the bell for Joe Biden. I tell you, man, uh, I think it's already set up for Trump to repeat in 2020. I hope I'm uh, dead wrong. But Joe Biden cannot get the fuck out of his way, huh? Joe Biden can't do Joe. Joe really, I think Joe is a smart man. But I think there's a bit of racism in Joe. Because Joe says some shit every once in a while. And you go, what the fuck would he say that for? Anyway, Joe, uh, Joe Biden faces backlash for saying poor kids are as bright as white kids. A former vice president and Democratic nominee hopeful Joe Biden has seen his polling numbers plummet seemingly after every public appearance. That's because Joe be fucking up, y'all. This time is no different. Biden appeared at an event for the Asian and Latino Coalition when the former VP tried making the point to the audience that poor children are just as capable as their more well-off counterpart, right? It's not really a color thing, right? It's a classism thing. It, it's a right. Like poor people are no more, are no more less intelligent than well-to-do or wealthy people. That's the, what he was trying to say, right? However, here's Joe. Here's Joe. However, the, uh, their well-off counterparts are white kids in general, according to Biden. We have this notion that somehow, if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented <laughs> as white kids. <laughs> Ray the bell. Somebody get me something for my mouth. <laughs> oh, pause. Sounded weird. <laughs> Young Sean, I'm going to go crazy before this show is over. I'm going to pass out from pain and cold before this uh, goddamn show is over. Joe Biden, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? So Biden realized that he fucked up, right? And he quickly said, he corrected himself and said, wealthy kids, black kids, Asian kids. No, I really mean it. But I think how we think about it. Biden's initial take was meant to be class related, a class related comment, like I said, right? But Biden's Freudian slip, Freudian slip, Freudian slip drew immediate backlash. Yeah, he's a Freudian slipping motherfucker. Biden, Freudian, like, I can't wait to see him. Is he going? Nobody can be worse than what we have now. But Joe off the chain. For some reason, we should care, but I, it's in the story. I'll read it. Rihanna called out Biden on a remark writing on IG. Whoa. And he's convinced he said something great here. Uh, she did say something that, that makes sense. Even when they fake it, the truth about how they feel about us is blatant. Rihanna, I don't often ring the bell for celebrities. I'm going to ring the bell for you. Even when they fake it, the truth about how they feel about us, y'all, is blatant. Democrat, Republican, or other. Y'all better know that. God bless the 2020 elections, motherfuckers. <laughs> God bless us all. 
We'll be right back with the Jeffers Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Family, welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. My name is Jeff is Moody. You can call me Dr. Jeff Love for this segment. Young Sean, play that Dillamang. Yo, I just want to, somebody had asked me, could I refresh the story I told about my favorite sexual decade, which was the 80s. It's not the best sex I ever had in the 80s, but the 80s, man. You know, I was born in 1970, so in the 80s, I started finding a little bit of sexual liberation. You know what I'm saying? I lost my virginity at 13, which I shouldn't really ring the bell for that because that's horrible. Yo, kids shouldn't be losing their virginities at 13. Like, I'm one of the few males that you'll ever find that's not happy in retrospect that I lost my virginity at 13. But I had told y'all a story about the 80s. I think I, I think I was just starting. You know what's so funny? When I start thinking about the 80s and when I start thinking about how we how we did it in the 80s and the music we jammed to. Y'all know what I'll be doing in front of the mic? I'll be two-stepping. <laughs> yeah, Sean, I'm two-stepping. Play that Dilla. <laughs> I got a headache. The roof of my mouth, not having any skin on it, is giving me a migraine to the 10th degree. All good. I'm going to tell y'all about this 80s shit, man. Sean, you wasn't even a thought. Sean, you, young Sean, you wasn't a thought. Damn it. Tell y'all about the 80s, though. So, in the 80s, man, you know, 1983, when I lost my virginity to Chantel. No last names needed because that that would be foul, right? That doesn't, that, I mean, you know, for what? For what, right? I'm not that kind of talk show host. It's that 83 to 93, 93 to 2003, 2003 to 2000, 36 fucking years ago. Damn, I'm old. Yo, I was 13. She was 15. She said she was, I was a virgin. She said she was a virgin. Come to find out she was anything but a virgin. She was messing with older dudes already. And uh, after school one day, we hooked up. Went to her house, her mama's house. Went down in the basement. Did a little tongue kissing. I wasn't advanced enough to know too much about foreplay, so you know I'm the, the tongue kissing was anything to me. I was getting ready to bust off that. I'm just keeping it a hundred. No condom, no protection, no nothing. Yeah, you shouldn't be having sex at 13. Let me tell y'all about the 80s, though. We doing it, and and as soon as I got it in, fam. I just remember the porno movies that I used to watch. 
and I was. And she's, you know, be, being more seasoned than I thought she was. She's she's like, slow down. No, 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 no. Slow down. Slow down. You don't want to hurt me, right? I'm like, I guess not. I guess not. Yo, that Phil? That Phil, son? That Phil? I was on the, no, I was in another universe. She says, you got to slow it down. Slow it down. We good. Just slow it down. Like, so I start going slow with her hand on my hip. She was like, that feel better, right? I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sound like Gucci man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the 80s. All my 70s babies cracking the fuck up right now. Uh-huh. The 80s. No, we're not right. We're not knocking your decade. We're not knocking your I'm just bigging up minds. She said, okay, I'm going I'm to let you go. Work it. Work it a little bit. Work it, all right? I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Had no fucking clue what I was doing. Yo, I'm going to tell y'all on about the 75th stroke. I felt that sensation that I felt when I had masturbated before. And when I was younger, I felt that sensation that, when, you know, when you hump the pillow. Yo, if you grew up in the 70s and 80s and you went to sleep over your man's house, you slept you slept on his penis print. <laughs> oh, man, get the fuck out of here. Y'all, yo, y'all don't be so self-righteous, man. Y'all motherfuckers love acting like this, this shit ain't real. Fuck out of here. Yo, Sean, cover your ears and play my Della. Yo, my mouth is killing me. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yo, young Sean, that's what we did. You know what? When I was doing my podcast, y'all, this show would have been different because I would have been playing the 80s joints, but we're not rocking like that right now. We'll get around to that, but y'all going to have to do your visuals off of Della. Play that Della. Man, I thought it was it was time for me to explode, B. I didn't say nothing. But I think that she knew that I was getting ready to explode. But guess what, fam? It wasn't semen. I peed in her. And I'm not ringing the bell for that. I ain't know no better. It, I felt the sensation. It felt like the sensation when I had masturbated. This is an adult-only show, by the way. And but it ended up being PIP in Chantel. Ah, she wasn't happy about that shit at all. Should be having sex at thirteen. It's too young. We finished though, kinda. And I had to. I had the first sexual ejaculation of my life. The 80s, man. You you know, you know th- those are the experiences of a young man that should that's too young to be having sex. Shouldn't be having sex that young, right? 
But as the 80s progressed and as I progressed, fam, the 80s turned out to be the greatest era. Young Sean, I'm going over. I just don't know how much I'm going over by. Just play that Dilla. We had the matching Coca-Cola t-shirts. Y'all remember that? We had the skating rink. We had Prospect Park. You walk around Prospect Park with your shorty in the 80s. They be out there banging the African drums, all that fly shit, man. And for you guys that have been listening since the show's come out, you remember I always tell you guys about the power of chicken wings and fried rice? Huh? Huh? Anybody remember that? Yo, let me tell y'all something, right? Back in the day, if you was with a shorty and y'all was walking to your house to chill, you know what I'm saying, and watch a watch a VCR movie, you feel me? I had a TV and a VCR. I was like, my family was good like one of them Huxtable kids. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna tell you. How, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you how you get it in. You stopped at the Chinese spot, Golden Bird on Nostrand Avenue. My man Dave, salute Dave. You got the four chicken wings, extra crispy with fried rice, B. Hot sauce on the chicken wings. Two packets of soy sauce. Yeah, that's what happened when you're in an urban environment. They give you enough MSG and sodium to kill you. But we ain't know that back then. That's how Shorty knew you was real. Yo, we could get two orders of fried rice and chicken wings. An egg roll, maybe? Maybe. You got to be kind of fly to get the egg roll. It's the 80s. Maybe for like... um. Six dollars, eight dollars. Then you go to the bodega next door, Mr. Riviera. Mr. Riviera, hey, papi, papi. I, I used to always be with little cuties too, y'all. We go in there, it's like, mom, mommy, mommy. Where you seeing this guy? Where you seeing this guy? Why? Where you seeing him that you don't see me? Eh? Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Oh my god. Look how fine you are. Oh, my God. Oh, I love the, the 80s, man. Yo, you go get, you because after the food, right, and either before y'all do it or after, yo, yo it, you got you get the quarter waters, you get the bonton chips, and you get a 40 ounce. The guy usually had the 40 ounce. It's the 80s, man. Yo, see, y'all young boy, young Sean, you know what's wrong with y'all young boys, man? Y'all don't, y'all don't know nothing about ambiance and setting the scene no more. Me and your pops do. <laughs> I think your pops around my age. He might be younger than me. Everybody younger than me. I'm 49, shit. Yo, we took out the regular light bulbs when we was going to have a shorty over y'all. And we put in the red light bulbs, in the blue light bulbs, in the green light bulbs. We we lit incense. We sprayed cologne on the bed, son. Hold on, Sean. My 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 uh my hardware is wilding out. Hold on one second, kid. Hold on. Do do do. Talking about them eighties, man. Ah. 
Yo, we used to have the cassette tapes, right? The revert. Yo, do y'all remember the cassette tapes? First, they were 60 minute tapes, and then they was 90 minute tapes. Then y'all remember they made the boom boxes with the reversible. You get the reversible tape, the reversible joints. So when one side stop, it just kick over to the other side. 90 minutes. We would sit by the let me yo, let me tell you how how great anticipation was for a young lady coming to your crib. We would sit up for days and nights and nights and catch the quiet storm and make a tape, B. You yo, yo, you put it in record mode. And when the song come on without the commercial, you press pause, you record the song. Soon as you felt it was fading out, you stopped it. Then you recorded the next one. We made our own slow jam tapes. The 80s. All my 70 babies. Y'all feel me right here, man. All my 80s babies, y'all, you, yo, yo, y'all wasn't, the 90s really wasn't that bad, but the fun time to me was the 80s. Minus losing my virginity at 13. Can I tell y'all some 80s joints, man? Y'all know this one? 1981? I was 11. I wasn't, I wasn't banging then. A chair is still a chair. Even when there's no one there. Why am I singing Luther shit like I'm on the love boat? <laughs> oh my God. Probably because I'm delirious. Play my Della. John. Ah, y'all can sit at your desk and crack up. Sit at your cubicle, crack up. Sit in your car, crack up. That's what the show is for, but I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. If you in my age range, I'm dead ass. Y'all remember Rick James? Ebony eyes. That was like what? 82, 83, 84, something like that? Yo, what about Guy? Yo, by the time Guy came out, I was grown man. I was 88. That, that's 88. I was 18. Brother on his own. Yo, by the time I was 18, I was sleeping with 30, 40 year old women, B. Cut it out. Stop it. Play. Stop playing. I wasn't even sleeping with 18-year-old girls when I was 18. I was like 20, 22, 25, 30. You can have a piece of my love. It's waiting for you. I do love you. Yeah, Sean, I'm delirious with pain. Play the Dilla. The show must go on. The 80s, man. Y'all remember uh, Whitney Houston, rest in peace? You give good love. You give good love to me, baby. To me, that was kind of like a hangout foreplay kind of song. Oh, but that was 85. I'm reading that was 85. I knew Guy was 88. This Whitney was 85. What about Troop in 1989? That's when shit started getting real and sexual, right? Then, are we gonna take the long way home? Just so I can be alone to tear something okay fucking that up move on moody oh 
Prince, Adore. Nah, Adore wasn't no 80s song. Fuck out of here, man. Um, What else was 80s? Patti LaBelle, 83. I love you. I need you. Honey, I want you so bad. Oh, did I get some off to that, man? Melissa Morgan, Do Me Baby, 86. Yo, Do Me Baby was one of the premier top five sex joints. Do me, baby. And you know, Prince wrote that shit, and Prince version was hot, too. Either one of them will work. But Melissa Morgan, because she had some other joints with her. But y'all, y'all know when 86 was, was really one of the killer joints? It was ready for the world would let me love you down. That was in 86, biatch. Yo, where my 70s babies at, man? I know y'all, yo, I know y'all listening right now like, yo, yo, the God is going in. The king is back. <laughs> yo, I love the 80s, B. It never really mattered too much to me. That you were just too damn old for me. He didn't say young, right? Because I'm. if he said young, I, hey, see when you're 49, those lyrics ain't really that cool. Why was you fucking with her if she was too young? Fuck all that. I think it's old, y'all. But all that really matters was you're my girlfriend. And baby, this all that mattered to me. Let me love you down. Oh, get my grind on. Oh, where y'all at? Where y'all at? <laughs> Yo, the 80s, son. Greatest, greatest. You know, you know, you know, we learned. We learned what sex and romance was about. I'm romantic now because of the music and the moods of the 80s. I didn't want to lose. I shouldn't have lost my virginity at 13, but I did. It's just a part of life. Y'all want to tell all my kids out there, man, y'all listen, B. Don't rush, y'all. Take your time because romance sometimes is better than sex. Just, you know, we was big on the holding hands and walking and chilling and getting ice cream and getting a slice of pizza. And then once you turn into like a man, man, you know, you 18, 19, you skipping the Chinese food a lot because you on some Caribbean, you on some West, you on the yard now. You could buy a shorty more than, than chicken wings and, and fried rice. Oxtails, curry chicken, jerk chicken time. Yo, by the time you bought a chick jerk chicken, that was your girlfriend. (laughs) I love my show. I love doing it. I love doing it. I love the fact that I know so many of y'all are enjoying this shit right now because I do this shit for y'all. I do it for me too, though, but I do it for y'all, man. What was your favorite era, fam? Mine was the 80s. What was yours? 90, 2000, 70s, 60s? You know, let me know. 678-386-5331. I got more about the 80s, man, but I think next time I come back, I'm going to give you all the 90s, all right? 
It never really mattered too much to me. I don't know why I'm having a brain fart, but now I got to go listen to that. Because if he said, you too young for me, that's how I know. That shit was written by R. Kelly. <laughs> ah, yeah. We'll be right back with the world's most trifling people award. My name is Jeff is Moody, and this is the Jeff is Moody show on Beat Break Radio FM dot com. <laughs> Yo, we had so much fun. We sometimes we lose track of the time. I get the time back. We good. We good. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break eighty seven. Jeff is Moody show. Jeff here, family. As we've uh, young Sean, I think I've been on. I've been on point. I went over. I went over a couple of segments. I mean, you know. I mean, what can I do? I I'm delirious over here. Yeah, cutting the show completely bear free. That's that's a problem right there. I know everybody's tired of hearing me whine about the skin or the mist in front of the roof of my mouth, so I'm gonna stop. All right, no more mention of that. I'm over it already. All right, I'm over it. Time for the world's most trifling people award. Uh, family, as you all know, trifling comes in all shapes, colors, genders, and forms. Trifling also comes in all degrees of seriousness or hilarity. This segment is a crock pot of trifling from all points of egregious to every point of foolery imaginable. Every other week and sometimes weekly, I will read one to three examples of trifling human beings. (coughs) I will choose a winner at the end and that winner will go on to face the defending weekly champ and the grand champ of trifling will be announced at the end of the Jeff is Moody show season this year. This week's contestants face last week's scumbag winner and returning champs. They have been the returning champs for two weeks in a row. Ring the bell for their lack of humanity and their subhumanness. And we're trying to wonder why we need people like this to be living on the earth. We're talking about the uh, three students that were suspended from their fraternity house, Kappa Alpha, after they shared an Instagram photo of one of the men posted that was taken in front of a sign commemorating the murder of the 14-year-old black youth Emmett Till, who was brutally tortured and murdered in 1955 for allegedly winking at a white woman. They decided to go take a picture with AR-15s and standing by his bullet riddled. Yeah, yeah, they've won two weeks in a row. Uh, you guys may be thinking, well, the, the, the mass shooters are going to win. Yeah, they'll get around to winning. These guys are on a roll because they shouldn't ex- exist. They shouldn't be alive. The opinions of Jeff is Moody do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Beat Break uh, 87FM. Uh, Sean Garvey, his affiliate sponsors and, and advertisers and staff and, and uh, <clears throat> nobody but me. Uh, these trifling people are not going to beat those guys, but I, I, I'm, you know, I, I was giving y'all so much super duper trifling. It was just too heavy, man. Especially on top of Jim News. Sometimes we're bringing it down a notch. We've been doing that. You know, trifling, trifling goes in all degrees, does it not? Let's do this. Contestant number one. Phoenix man accused of choking his teen daughter over a slice of pizza. Yeah, I don't make these things up. 
Reports surfaced noting that a Phoenix man was arrested after being accused of choking his 16-year-old daughter over a slice of pizza. The police report stated that the man became upset because he asked his daughter to save him a slice of pizza. He only got one piece. From there, the teenager noted that her father splashed her in the face with water, slapped her a few times. From there, she said her father also put his hands around her neck. The police report said the father choked his daughter to the point where she passed out and urinated on herself. Cricket, 41-year-old Chapasha Lachimbe, was charged with one count of kidnapping, four counts of aggravated assault, and nine counts of child abuse. Not to be funny here, what kind of pizza was that? I mean, I, w- I would only choke a kid out over New York-style pizza. <laughs> no, it's not funny. No, it's, it's not. And maybe I should go on the trifling list. Yo, I know you didn't choke your beautiful daughter out over some fucking Domino's or Papa John's or Pizza Hut. Yo, let me find out y'all choking your kids out over this bullshit pizza out. It's fake pizza with the fake crust and the fake cheese and the book. Let me find out you're choking your child out for anything. Less than a New York slice of pizza. Fuck is wrong with these people, man? Yo, yo, do you? Y'all did you choke your daughter out for Domino's? Do y'all know that if I'm hungry, I won't even eat Domino's or or, or Pizza Hut, or I just won't eat. If that's the only thing to eat, and I don't feel like running out, I just won't eat. Contestant number two. A young girl tattoo sucked my dick on her face. (laughs) Ah, she's going to get so many job opportunities. The face tattoo trend for young rappers and their fans continues to push on, with many of the tattoos getting crazier. Now one young girl has gotten a wild tattoo on her face that she might regret in the morning. The girl got a tattoo above her eyebrow that says, suck my dick which you can see she was proud of once the tattoo art was finished. Uh, I saw this video. Hold on, Sean, it's happening. Play that Dilla. I got it. Do-do-do, we're back in control. I saw the video. She, she, yeah, she has a, she has a suck my dick tattoo on her face. I didn't say how old she was, but um, you guys are amazing. But we all do. I mean, I, oh, okay, oh, okay. where is she going to work unless she has her own business, a strip club, a dive, a bar, right? Like a biker bar. Where else can she work? Uh, if any of you remember, hit me up and tell me where can you work with a suck my dick tattoo? Above your eyebrow. Contestant number three. You know, this should be the stupid people. This this is trifling. These people are trifling as fuck. But this should just be the world's most stupid people. Contestant number three for the for the uh, world's most trifling today. It's for all you sports fans around the world. But it's based off a uh, some Philadelphia Eagles fans. They jumped a Titans fan and they beat his ass 
after a preseason loss. That's contestant number three. And I'm going to tell you, you know, I do this. I do this every year. For those of you that listen to the show and you also enjoy sports, I enjoy sports as well. But I am really, truly like a, a groupie fan of no one. I don't wear jerseys with men's names on my back. I always thought that was kind of weird. I, I, I'm a Giants guy. I'm a Brooklyn Nets guy. No, I didn't hop on the Nets when they came to Brooklyn. I was Nets when they was in Jersey since Dr. J. Uh, you know, I don't even really watch baseball, but I root for the Yankees. I don't want athletes, pitchers, autographs. I don't want anything. I want you to do your fucking job. Entertain me. Make, give me a great game and get the fuck out my face. That's how I look at celebrities and athletes. I, I have a hard time riding meats. But the reason that I made these Philly sports fans and all fans, you guys are always going to get on this trifling list. Sports fans, you guys are some of the most pathetic, ridiculous people in the world under the guise of supporting your city and your team. I can't think of a reason. Now, I've been in fights at sports stadiums, but hey, speaking of Philly, I remember we went to Philly one time and had our giant stuff on and got into a brawl. It didn't turn out too well for them, but they didn't know it was like uh, it's, it's seven drunken executive type guys, and they thought it was maybe two or three of us. It was like 15 of us. They got their ass whipped, and it's the first time we didn't get arrested for fighting at a studio and beating up, you know, wealthy-looking white men. Bust they shit. That was way back when. Sports fans, you're disgusting. You you are the people that that cheer, us a, cheer an athlete when he's doing well. And then like LeBron James, you call him a nigger and a monkey and a baboon when he leaves your city. And then when he comes back, you suck on his balls again. You're the people that burn jerseys. You're the people that make death threats to athletes. You are the pathetic groupies. And you think that that represents sports. It doesn't. If you want to represent sports, just represent your city and represent your team. You don't even have to represent your uh, city. You represent whoever the hell you like. But you guys are always going to do trifling shit throughout the year. When I read about these fights and the the jersey burnings and all that, y'all can easily be trifling. Y'all can easily win trifling at any given point in time. So who's the winner this week? The Eagles fans and all sports fans because I hate you all. I hate you fanatics. I'm cool with you fans. I hate you dick riders. I hate y'all with a passion. Is it them? Is it the young girl with the suck my dick tattoo on her face? Well, she can't win because she didn't fuck up any life except for her own. Or is it the Phoenix man accuser choking the teen daughter over a slice of pizza? Typically in this situation, I would give it to the guy that choked his daughter over the pizza. But for the third week in a row, it's going to be the college students that took a photo in front of Emmett's Tills. When you think about the when you think about the impact and you think about just how horrific and how subhuman it was for what they did to Emmett Till. And when you think that you still got well-to-do uh, 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 rich kids who have probably learned this hatred from home and they, they can take a picture in front of, of something commemorating this 14-year-old child that caught the hell that we can only imagine. They've won again for the third week in a row. It may be hard to knock them off. How about that? You guys are three times winners. And unlike everybody else that bullshits around, I wish nothing but the worst for you. So Jeff is Moody Show. This was the world's most trifling. And we'll be back to pick our spirits up a little bit with the opposite of trifling. <laughs>
BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Monday through Friday, 2 to 6 p.m. It's the Jeff is Moody Show. Spread the word. We'll be back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show. And I'm going to tell you, man, when you go down that dark valley with the world's most trifling, we get to come back up to the highest peak with the opposite of trifling. Oh, I I do despise fathers that choke their daughters out over pizza. I kind of pity young ladies that get suck my D tatted over their eyebrow. It's her face. And I certainly don't like people that worship idols to the point where they commit violent acts. All of them are disgusting. The girl is the the least of the disgusting. But there's always something to pick us up. It's true, family. The world is full of trifling people, but let us not forget that just as we have the low lives of the world, we also have people who are the polar opposite. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the opposite of trifling. And I just have one story for you today. I think it'll make you smile. I was going through Facebook and I... uh. I came across a post that said, and I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have it in front of me, but it kind of, it's ingrained in my mind. She thought it was real. So she went over to help. She thought it was real. So she went over to help. And what it was, it is a picture of an adorable little girl. I don't know if she's three or four or five. I don't know how old she is. I'm going to say maybe four, maybe. And wherever they were, I don't know what part of the country or the world they were in, but there was a statue, if you will, of Jesus carrying the cross. And he's on his hands and knees and he has the cross over him. And the little girl, not understanding religious bigotry or hatred not understanding the the hate that has manifested in in engulfed the world not understanding what the leader of the free world is doing to divide the country and the world not understanding what hate groups do not understanding what real prejudice is not understanding what sexism is or racism or hatred because of someone's sexual preference or because of the color of someone's skin all she understood at her age was empathy and compassion for what she thought was a real person struggling to carry something. So when you look at the picture family, her little self couldn't have been no bigger than what? Two feet? Maybe maybe what? 40 pounds? 30 pounds or something? Her little self trying her best to lift up the rear end of that cross. In her pure heart, in her pure mind, thinking I have to help. Someone is in need. I can be of assistance. And I don't care what color they are. Imagine what color was the statue, right? Was it bronze, gold? You know, imagine her not even understanding that. Do you know that a baby will help a green person? A purple person? Children are full of the compassion that we've lost. 
They are full of the humanity that we've lost. They are full of the promise of love that can still be. They are full of the promise of unity. It's not them that do it, that does it. It's, it's us that fucks it all up. I saw that beautiful girl and all I could think of is the, the, the potential for what kind of adult she can be. And all I thought of is I need to salute her parents. And even though I don't know you folks and I don't know your child and I can only assume the wonderful household that that little baby is growing up in with her precious self. The one thing I know, folks, is that you and your beautiful child are the polar opposite of trifling. God bless you and God bless that child. She thought that was a person. She was going to pick that cross up. Y'all feel better? I do. We'll be right back with the FB Post of the Week. It's the Jeff is Moody Show. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Young Sean, another great job today. Another great job today, nephew. Uh, We are on our way out of the door with this portion of the show. You guys can stay tuned for more. Let's do this FB Post of the Week because it's the quickest one ever. The Post asks, what is the biggest killer of relationships? Lack of sex, finances, or betrayal? And it's always funny when I get this question. I kind of always crack up about it because the number one killer of relationship, folks, is lack of communication. Lack of communication entails everything in the above. Communication makes or breaks relationships. Lack of sex, those are two people that are not communicating properly. One person needs to let the other person know and stop complaining to your girlfriends and your homeboys about how much dick or pussy you're not getting. Once that person doesn't respond to that accordingly, you need to communicate that you'll be moving on or you may potentially step out and do what you have to do. When that person says that's it, it is what it is and they continue the same thing, it's not the relationship you're supposed to be in. Finances are the same thing. It's all about communication. This is what I need. This is what we need to do. If you're not going to try to do it, then this, this is probably not going to work. If you're trying your best and can't do it, that may be another story. If you're sitting on your ass while I'm killing myself, this is not going to work. Communication. And betrayal is all about communication. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes you can communicate and things could be still be literally ruined. Communication, people. Stop trying to over-intellectualize lies and overthink relationships. It's just as simple as pie. The biggest killer and the biggest assister of relationships is communication. All right, fam. That was the Jeffers Moody Show. I hope you enjoyed the show, but make for, make sure, please, you enjoy life even more. Pray for love over hate, peace over war, and don't forget, you ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand. Family, 
My method is madness. You might not appreciate me till I'm gone, but while I'm here, I'm gonna talk my shit. Family, the classic podcast throwback is up next, followed by the ATL Traffic Mix with DJ Naturel. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And thanks for letting me be me. See y'all next week with another hot one. Woo! And I ain't got no skin on my mouth. And young Sean, we still got through this show. Way to go, nephew. Thank you for keeping my bounce steady today. Now I can barely talk. You know I love that Dilla. Good job, youngin. I can't talk now. Hey, yo, Sean Garvey. Bruh. <laughs> Even when we on injured reserve, baby. We got another one. Enjoy the rest of the show, y'all. See y'all next week. Stay tuned for Random Select Podcast at 7 p.m. I love y'all. Thanks for the support. Be good. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87.